I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. But is it? Is the office really open? I don't know. This is a pretty funny um, thing I see here on Twitter. This is a, you know the song, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel? Schools closed, Tom Hanks, trouble in the big banks, no vaccine, quarantine, no more toilet paper scene, travel ban, Weinstein, panic, COVID-19, NBA gone away. What else do I have to say? That was very clever. That was genius. By the way, the NBA is not the only thing that went away. MLS, suspended. MLB, suspended. NHL, suspended. Just waiting on the NCAA tournament because that's got to be suspended too. If college is suspended, then how can the March Madness not be? So what do we do in sports? The answer is I really don't know. I really don't know. Now the NFL draft is dealing with things. But the truth of the matter is, do they really need players to come in for team visits? There's combines. There's film. There's there's three to four years of film on guys. There's, you know, the East-West Shrine game. Mobile. Make a, Go draft. Do I really... Or, or do a Skype interview. So, I, I mean... I think the NFL draft will continue. I don't know whether it'll be in Las Vegas. Who, by the way, I just read something. Mayor Carolyn Goodman from Las Vegas thinks this whole thing's a hoax. Look, Carolyn, I hope you're right. I do. I hope you're right. Because we can't be too careful. But this may be the craziest day, the craziest sports day that I can in in all my life because there is no sports. Sports has effectively been canceled, right? 
Sports have, a, have effectively been canceled. Where do we go from here? Problem is, what about all the workers? What about all the workers at NBA games, at MLS games, spring training? How about the guy that stands there in spring training who, like, helps us park my, our cars? I'm sure he's getting paid. Not anymore. Maybe that's money he relies on. It's brutal. It is. It's brutal. I guess the bigger question is, is it warranted? Yes, it is warranted. Because we don't know. I mean, this is not hyperbole, people. This is we just don't know. And we can't risk it. I mean, Rudy Gobert, Tom Hanks, Donovan Mitchell. It's now getting close to home. It was always close to home, right? But we didn't know the people in Milan, Italy. We didn't know the people in China. But you know Rudy Gobert. You know Tom Hanks. You've seen a few of his movies. It was amazing. Yesterday, when the NCA decided that they were not going to allow people to be in the stands, I wrote clearly the right decision. I had people writing me back. I disagree. Well, you were wrong, dude. Clearly, everybody agrees. Clearly, everybody agrees. And until we have a handle on this bad boy, well, maybe taking a couple of weeks off isn't the worst thing. If I'm not mistaken, I think China took 10 weeks off from sports. Now, people love their sports. You may not like baseball, but you know what's going on. You may never watch a game of MLS in your life, but you know there's soccer on TV. Now, what do you do? What do you do? And the crazy thing is, my daughter asked to go to a movie tomorrow. I said no. Am I the worst father in the world? Maybe so, but I'm not letting that child in a movie theater. Maybe I am overreacting, and I get that. But I'll be okay with that. I'll be okay so long as I know she's home safe. And she's not bringing home anything into this house. That's more important to me than any freaking movie that anybody could see. Because you could always watch the movie at some point. Right? We have to make adjustments. We have to make adjustments. Would I go to the movie theater right now? No, I would not. Would I go to a spring training game? No, I would not. Now, interestingly enough, I had tickets to go to the Adam Sandler concert tonight. They postponed it. Smart. I wasn't going. My wife was like, well, maybe I'll take one of the kids. I was like, no way. No chance. She's like, but we'll be fine. I'm like, right, but you bring that stuff home. I'm not fine. That's how you have to think. You have to think in those terms. You might be fine, but what about the person next to you? You know, what about that person? Maybe he or she is not that fine. 
Maybe he or she has, you know, an uncle who came in from Sicily. I don't know. Who knows where people come from? Who knows who you know? Is it worth it? There's always another concert. There's always another movie. There's always another game. There is. There's always another game. I feel bad. I just got a word that uh, the NFBC is canceling their auctions. Tom Kasetic took a picture on, on Instagram. There was nobody on his plane. Now, I still think we could do online drafts. I think that's possible. And I'm okay with still drafting because I would think that we will be back to playing fantasy baseball sooner than later. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but I don't know, April 4th. So we'll push it back a little bit to the end of April. We'll play. Maybe we don't get a full season in. Maybe we get 143 games in. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I think we get fantasy baseball in. I do. Just not right now. Now, maybe all these things shutting down and scaring people will get everybody to figure out a vaccine ASAP. I need it faster than that. I need it faster than that. You want to work at home? I'm cool with that. Right? The NHL is pausing their season. Smart. NBA, smart. These are business decisions. What are you going to do? Play and infect everybody? What are you going to do? Play and infect the crowd? At some point, some point, we have to be proactive. Because reactive is too late. Proactive may be too much. But reactive is too late. And that's the truth. And that's why all of these leagues are suspending play right now. You may not agree with it, but it's clearly the right thing to do. Because this may be a problem, but the problem may be a whole lot bigger if they play and athletes and people get the virus and pass away. Can we really have that? Do we really want to have people, have the Utah Jazz not be around anymore? I don't think so. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know anything. You think you know. Just because Sanjay Gupta says it on TV doesn't make it right. Right? We are all uneducated. We are all getting more educated throughout this. So please, I beg you, if you've ever listened to anything I've ever said to you, Please, no unnecessary being out and about in places where there's a ton of people. Rent a movie. Watch it on, at home. Don't go to the movie theater. Don't go to the Broadway show. It's just not worth it. And a buffet? Don't ever go to a buffet line. And I like a buffet as much as the next guy. But I don't like when somebody sneezes in either. You know what I'm saying? 
I got to keep you guys alive and listening. I'm Dr. Roto. I'm with Full Time Fantasy, and I'm back right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on the search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. Uh, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You find it. All right, we are back. Dr. Roto here with you. And we are talking all things Corona. Now, I don't know, I was, given, I was given a glass with my kids the other day. We went to some restaurant and it was a Corona glass. Seriously, would you be giving out Corona glasses at a restaurant? Is this just a little spooky? Like, can't you find any other glass? Dosecchi's? Foster's? Anything? Does it have to be Corona? Seriously? Just throwing that out there. All right, you said we have a phone call? Who's on, who's on with us? Listener number seven. What's up, listener number seven? Doc, you in your bunker yet? Yeah, dude, it's about about three inches away. How about you? <laughs> uh, all the hospitals up here in uh, New York State are on lockdown, so uh, my reps don't have much to do for the uh, foreseeable future. Well, look, let me ask you this question. You're involved in the medical field. Are we overreacting? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes and no. Yes to be... Um, like everyone quit triggering um, certain items like running for toilet paper and paper towels. Know with how infectious it is because what you don't want to happen is mutating. And once it mutates and it affects more of the population other than those immune compromised and with, with respiratory issues, then that's when you have that Spanish flu issue in the, in the turn of the century where it came at the spring and winter, at the end of spring and winter before, and then it hit hard the following fall. Would you That's let your problem. son play? Would you let your son play hockey this weekend? That's why I'm calling because it's bagged. Nope. Yeah, we pulled out because there's a team from Ramapo, New York, and where's Ramapo? It's right down by the city. Right, too close. Right, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Westchester. So a friend of mine is flying in from New York, a guy I haven't seen in, in a lot of years, and he goes, "Do you want to get together for, for dinner?" And I said, "Please don't take this personally, but no." Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, and I'm not trying to be crazy, but I mean, nice guy. I'll talk to you on the phone if you want, but no, no, no way. I mean, it's it's too scary right now. I told you, my daughter wanted to go to the movie theater. I don't feel good about that either. I said, do something outside. Outside, I'm good with. You want to go play a round of golf? I'm good with that. You want to go play tennis? I'm good with that. Go swimming. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's everything up here in the Northeast. Youth sports all the way up to obviously professional sports are bagged canceled nothing going on i don't know what to do this weekend i have all this time now <laughs> i gotta talk to your wife you gotta watch yeah, some tv right? <laughs> what a, See, what, I, I know doesn't watch what i'm gonna be watching lifetime movies or something yeah but, all uh, men all men everywhere are upset because now we have to talk to our wives uh, in detail and watch all this crappy tv that they want to watch that we that we don't but how what a disgrace it was watching st john's and creighton play did you watch that I didn't, but Creighton. I mean, do you think they they were going to win the Big East? No, they were. St. John's had them by three at the half, but all the other major conferences had canceled their conference tournament, and the only one that didn't was the Big East, and they're playing at noon. And I'm watching it, just waiting for like the refs to blow the whistle and to call everybody off the court to see the spectacle. I think it's a money thing at the half. I think it's a money thing that they just figured they didn't want to lose the money. It had to be, but then I think it just, once the Big Ten canceled, the SEC, Big 12, ACC, you knew it was just a matter of time for the Big East did because that guy from the Jazz played in MSG like five days ago. 
I know. I mean, look, Rudy Gobert looks like the biggest jerk on planet Earth after wiping his hands oh. on every microphone. Doesn't he? That's cringeworthy. That's Cr cringeworthy. It's lit. It's cringy. It's cringy, right? You sit you're like, I can't believe the guy did that. At the time, you're like, oh, maybe it's funny. It's not funny now, dude. It's not funny. So now, my, here's the thing is, is, could you imagine if this happened, let's say, first week of December, how much this would have messed up fantasy football to bring oh. it back to fantasy sports? Think about that for a second. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, we you, you can't look. You can mess with baseball. You can mess with basketball. You can't mess with football. Well, I would think that, that we will be football will be okay. Be, I mean, we you could have the draft and you just don't have it in Vegas. You do it like the old days where they had it in one room in New York City in a hotel. Yeah. Well, what about think think about uh, think about um, baseball and the delay there? Now you're gonna have all the leagues delayed. What about the sports books? What about if you put what about if you put a bet on Florida State who had a good chance to make the Final Four? Do you get your money back? I think you, you do. Put a future bet. I think you do. I think you 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 get all that money back, and that's that's the crazy yeah. thing. I mean, do, do you think you'll be out of work? Do, do, does your place have a contingency plan? So that's funny. I have a, I have a conference call at three um, thirty regarding that because um, I had a meeting in Cleveland that they canceled this week, so I didn't go obviously, and then we had that because. Hospitals across the Northeast are on lockdown. No non-essential personnel in and out. Right. My wife's a nursing home administrator. They won't let anybody in or out unless you're right. there. Family, right. Can't go see a family member, nothing. No, my wife's placed so on a meeting know. this morning, too. They have, they're having contingency plans. They don't know what's going on. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then what do you do? Not pay people? And then all of a sudden people can't afford their houses? And what, do banks just give you, you live rent-free for a month? I mean, nobody knows this is quite, quite possibly the craziest thing I've ever encountered in my life. It, it's going to go. It's going to be one of those things that we look back on. You know, unfortunately, it, like nine eleven stuff like that, where you're just because the economy is just going to get crushed. I have some colleagues who flew in the last week. Twelve people on a flight. Twelve people on a flight, like from Chicago to New York. Twelve. Who I know. Uh, no, would you want to be on that flight? No. Now, here's the big one down in your area. Does Disney shut down? Ooh, well, I thought about that, too. I thought, I mean, you know where people come from Disney. They come everywhere. Yeah. Right? They yeah. come from everywhere. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'd be okay if Disney shut down for two weeks. If, di if everything shut down for two weeks and we restarted everything, life, on April 1st, I might be okay with that. You probably need four. Because the incubation period is two to 14 days. So you could, so I could be walking around right now with no symptoms for two to 14 days. So you need four. You need to make a stop, a drop dead date, and then four weeks from that, you start it back up. And then what do we do? Just stay home, eat everything? I mean, where would we get food? Yeah. That's, that's, well, that's, that's what other countries have done is they go around almost like house-to-house -house type stuff, and they get somebody in the household, they test, it's free, then you get to go to like the supermarket. Or you can Instacart something to your house, something like that. Well, how about Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Same thing. Yeah, you could do that. Could you imagine if Amazon Prime is like the only guys driving around with food? How much money they make then? Yeah. And not to bring up a Star Wars reference, but it's like the the Force is Amazon Prime again. That was a whole other topic we didn't talk about. <laughs> I thought they were, I thought they were the dark side. I don't know if they're the good, the right, the good, the good guys or the bad guys. I'm not sure. No, but, right, but seriously, that, that's the problem with this: is you got to shut it down if you're going to stop it. And that's going to be the crazy thing if they actually do that.
Now, if there's, I, I, my wife sent me something that I thought was interesting. She said that if it's over 77 degrees, the virus doesn't live. It's, always, it's, always, like, it's definitely in the 80s here. You see, that's the funny thing is I've read stuff like that, and then I talked to an infectious disease doc on Monday because um, we deal with that area of the hospital sometimes, and she completely poo-pooed that. She did? Completely poo-pooed it. Yeah, she said it, the, the thing it does is you're not going to be asymptomatic because your nasal passages aren't going to be like they are in the cold weather. That's right. the only thing, but you can still carry it. So I'll know, I'll know if I'm not breathing properly. That's it. But Correct. I won't know if I have that's it. That's the first thing. Right. Yeah. That's the first sign is you, it's almost like you're winded. Like you just ran around and did, did some strenuous activity. You start being winded. That's the first symptoms. And then my wife sent around something where it's like, if you drink every 15 minutes, then your stomach's acids help you get rid of the virus. Did you hear that? Uh, that's the first time I heard that. No. Drink what? Anything good? Yeah. You, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> I'm going to be hunkered yeah. down with wives and kids for, for two months back. I'm going nuts. You got to bring out the hard stuff, man. We can talk about the Yankees mash unit and every news coming out of there. They're all hurt. It's a whole other topic. All right. Do me a favor. Be safe and keep everybody safe. And uh, uh, let's keep in touch. I'm okay, my friend. I'm okay, my friend. You're the one who needs to be safe. I know for sure. I am panic stricken. You yourself a bunker. Yeah, no, no. I'm panic stricken, dude. I'm seriously, I'm panic stricken after the surgery. I'm hoping, first of all, I'm hoping they don't cancel my surgery. And secondly, I'm hoping after the surgery, I don't even know where to, if I can be near people. Your surgery is not elective though. If you have an elective surgery, then you'd probably have a risk of getting canceled, but yours isn't elective. You'd be fine. Okay. All right. Thank you for the they good can't words. Postpone you. Okay. No problem. Appreciate Take it. Care. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Uh, I think that's, uh, gotta talk to your friends. Right? You got to talk to your friends because you realize, even if you're in different states, different areas, what we're all going through. And even though listener number seven is in upstate New York, and I'm down here in Florida, it's, you know, we, it's a lot of similarities. It's so similar. But a lot of differences. Yeah. And it is. So, uh, Sean, you, you uh, mentioned something before. Yeah. You think 9-11 was worse than this? I don't know. Dude. As as, I, was, like, I was there uh, for 9-11. I me literally too. Me was too. there. Me too. I don't well, know. No. I think I was in Michigan, but I was around. I was in college. It was worse in terms of people who lived in New York. But if you lived in Oklahoma, this is worse because this affects you. Right, but nine eleven didn't affect sports, you if you so lived in Wyoming. Affected, well, baseball shut down. No, it did. It yeah. did. And let me tell you something. In nine eleven, yeah, it fell shut down too. Yeah. When you were in bars after that, I've yeah. never seen people. Everybody was a Yankee fan. I wasn't able to drink back then, uh, so I wouldn't know. I was like 19. How old? How old? 19. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember that was that was that was literally one of the craziest experiences. No, I, I've ever gone no, through. I was alive for it. I, that would be the craziest thing ever. Now, maybe because because I'm from New York, maybe I look at it differently. But yeah, uh, because the they shut down the NFL, they shut down Major League Baseball. It was, it was just a crazy, crazy time. No, it was it was a crazy. Yeah. Right. I just uh, you know if you lived in Kansas, if you lived in Washington State, I still think it was feel- crazy. Yeah, because it was a. An attack when the Oklahoma America. City bombing happened, did you really feel like, hey, I know what's going on? Or were you like, I'm in New York, I'm eating so a slice young, of pizza? But, uh, <laughs> fair po- I get your point, but... Uh, but this is I everybody, felt it, though. This I is the, the world. City this is the world. The yeah. But this could be everybody. This is, this is even crazier. This is literally right. crazier. And I'm not poo-pooing 9-11. I'm but telling you, I was in the middle of it. have dealt with this type of stuff is my point. 9-11 is an example of that. It's shutting true. down and, and All right. restarting. Yep.
All right, we'll take a little break. When we come back, our friend Gray Albright will be with us. We'll see what Gray's doing on the West Coast. We'll be back with more right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. you find it. 
right, listener number seven sent me a picture of what I need to be wearing right now. It looks like a hazmat suit. <laughs> He's probably right. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, let's put it this way. If I wasn't sick, I would be at like an eight out of 10 in crazy, maybe an eight and a half. But because I'm sick, I'm like at 40 out of 10. I mean, I am like nutso. And I admit it. I totally admit it. Is that being selfish? Absolutely. No. But I don't know. I can't, I can't handle it any other way. This is great. Oh, phone lines are down. All right, we'll call Gray next segment. We'll tell him that. Uh, let me, I'll text him here. Because he's Gray's going to want to break. All right, well, all right, maybe we'll do that. Okay, we'll, t- we'll break a little earlier, Sean. How about that? So, Sean, let me ask you this question. Sure. Do you think we have the Olympics? Wow, that's a great question. When do the Olympics start in Tokyo, Japan? Um, July. July. So we have some time, right? And China seems to be symptom-free, right, from the corona at this point. So they've done a good job. How did they get symptom-free? What did China do? They shut down for like a month. Yeah, they shut down. Well, I know the Chinese Basketball Association shut down for a month. Ten Um, weeks. Yeah. Well, even longer. Oh, my God. Ten weeks? Is that right? So what do they do? What do they wow. do? I mean, they just put everybody in the house and say, "Don't leave." Well, they everybody did. order takeout. South Korea did not do that, and they're like symptom free, from what I read. So how do we do we just shut it all down for, for two weeks? Everybody weeks. stays home. Yeah, ten, ten weeks a long time, dude. Do you think you could be with high. your wife and kids for ten weeks? I can. Well, if I had a wife and kids, no, <laughs> uh, I can't be by myself for ten. Could weeks. you be with your mother and father for ten oh, weeks? Oh man, mom, I'm going to be in your basement for ten weeks. It's, it's going to be great. Can you imagine? Ugh, that's rough. I don't think I can handle it. Two weeks, I can. My parents are great. great not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I worked with my parents for a little bit. It was it was brutal. I used like to work three. with them for like <laughs> three days. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm done. <laughs> can't handle it anymore. Yeah, Got to be gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So I, I would say if I was betting now, there's no Olympics. If I was betting I at the second. But I'm not canceling. I wouldn't cancel the Olympics. Would you? No need to right now, right? Uh, is, is it my understanding that qualifying still going on for the Olympics? Or has that been set? Yeah. Already? Yeah. No. They, so they, that's they, a they do Olympic trials and stuff. Yeah. So that's a concern. Um, that's going to be canceled. Same thing with the NFL draft, right? So that's going to be canceled. There's no, no, no chance there's no reason to cancel the draft. No, there's no, I mean, no reason to cancel the draft. None. The pomp you don't need the players there. You don't need right. the players well, there. The, the, fans, right, the pomp and circumstance yeah. guy. Yeah. You don't need that. Seriously, right. get a hotel room. You don't even need a hotel room. Yeah. Seriously. Everybody could be on Skype, and the guy right. goes, who do you want? I'll take this guy. Next. No, you're right. Well, what about this, though? I could, do it. I, I, could, about, I could do the Giants pick from my house. How about scouting, though? Like, Draft. Come on, I don't have I don't I don't have YouTube. I don't have film. I mean, well, come you on. know, they like the, the, the pro days. The, the teams are canceling going to pro days now. Does that matter to you? Yeah. Hold on, Gray, Gray is calling. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, he won't be able to call in. Well, tell him to call in soon. All right. All right. It's a problem with. If you like, we could, we could break and we'll get it back. What should I say? Lou did not pay the bill. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll break in five minutes. But I mean, look. So, so my daughter's yeah. supposed to go see Elton John in oh, of June, right? Yeah. So she said, "Am I going?" I said, "I hope so." Today you're not, but that doesn't mean you won't in a month. Well, the concern we don't know that, the answer to these questions. Well, we don't. We don't. But the concern there would be like, does Elton John preemptively like cancel his 
tour the rest of the year. If I'm Elton John, I am preemptively canceling everything. There's no way. Who's going to go? Right. I'll have a, I'll have a right. thousand people in the in the sta- in a stadium right. of sixty five thousand. Right. Pro Jam just canceled and, the, and the Garden. Billie Billy Eilish was scheduled at the Garden too. Canceled. Yeah, yeah. I told you. I got a thing from Ticketmaster last, last night. Can't the, our show was canceled tonight. These guys need to cancel. I mean, they they don't want to be infected either. Oh, Elton's no. got what is he seventy something years old? There's uh, no yeah. way with two he little kids. There's no way. Yeah, there's he no way kids. he's going to play. He yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Even more concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's. Uh, he I, really I think aged. The only though, thi- by the way, did you see him at the Oscars, Elton? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's not a kid, dude. You know how much coke that no, guy did. <laughs> oh, I guess, but. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie, The Rocket Man? No, it was a good no, movie. No, I, it's a I will, really I will good see movie. It. Um, it was really good, but you will see how messed up his life was. But and you'll be like, he looks pretty good for a guy who did who was that messed up. Fair point, but Dick Vitale, he's in his eighties. He was doing the game yeah. like two days ago. I was watching it. He, yeah. he looks great for eighty. Are you kidding me? Bob well, Knight doesn't you know, even look remember if, who he is, and he's if you uh, move to Florida, Dickie V. Dickie V. lives in Sarasota. It's beautiful down there. He's been on the white right. sandy beaches but for the last forty years. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's lost it, and he's what seventy, what five? No, but Dickie V. And Dickie honestly, V. still has, has it. Listen to me. You know what he did? He cut down. He used to do. He used to work like five nights a week. Remember that? And now he right. works like one or two yeah. games a week. Right. He totally has changed his schedule. He's down in Florida. He plays some golf. He yeah. looks pretty good. Yeah. That guy looks like he can go for another ten years. He does. Yeah, he looks great. Billy Packer done at seventy. Isn't yeah. it amazing? If Joe Biden though? didn't have a teleprompter, dude, it would be. Oh, messy. I know. But but and Trump's old. But it's amazing yeah. how people age at different rates, don't you think? Like, well, no, that's not true. Well, the, the effects true. of age. You have to have good. Say. You have to have. If, you have to have good genes, John. You have to have. Is good it genes. good genes or is it healthy lifestyle? I don't. I don't know. Well, oh. it's both. I mean, right. did your grandfather look good? Well, he had Parkinson's disease. Oh, okay. So no. But like you know, if you saw my dad, my dad oh. always jokes that he looks like he's like my dad like a looks car good for age. He looks good, but under the hood is not good. But with the hood, the, the car looks good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. It's a train wreck underneath it, but he looks good. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It, <laughs> yeah, you look at the guy. You're like, it's you genetics. Ten years though. younger than he is. Yeah, it is. A lot yeah. of it's genetics. Seriously, a lot of your life is genetics. I, I will, you know, you, when you get, you know, that. if you yeah. ever get sick, right. I, I'm living proof of it. I know. I know. I'm living proof of it, dude. Yeah. You can't escape genetics. Right. Right. You can escape the zombies. You can escape a bunch of things, but you can't uh, escape. Uh, do you watch The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But oh, uh, listener number seven asks, "When do the zombies come?" No, oh, it's. it's <laughs> I know it's a great series, and it's kind of. You should watch it now because the first two seasons are great, and you would totally. I might, get I might it. watch the first two it, seasons. The apocalypse. Yeah, I might. I might do that. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it is a zombie apocalypse. It is. It's amazing. All right, let's let's take a little break right now. Let's call. Are the phones up? Are they running? Yes. Did we'll Lou pay the bill? Yep. Yes. All right, let's get. All right, we'll come back. We'll get Gray Albright. We'll be back right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. 
Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big poppy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I just got word here that there was a passenger on a JetBlue flight from JFK who tested positive for the coronavirus after landing in Palm Beach, Florida. What the heck? Why are you on that flight? Uh, Seriously. Uh, and the guy knew he was infected. 
What? You figured I'll come uh, down to Florida and retire, you idiot? <laughs> oh, I'm, man. I'm heated up, dude. I'm heated up, Gray. I'm heated. Uh, heated. Uh, he just... That guy, that guy just got the entire Major League Baseball spring training schedule postponed. Thanks a lot, guy. Yeah, one guy. One guy. Well, let me ask you this. You are the commissioner of baseball. Would you have suspended action? Yes. You had to, right? I actually, I, I am Rob Manfred. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I commission their baseball along with Ron the Mailman. Me, Ron the Mailman. And Rob Manfred. The two R's. Those are the two R's in your life. That's right. <laughs> Me, Rob and Ron and Gray, we do the commissioning. And, uh, no, honestly, what I think is going to happen is this is going to, uh, like, as we saw in China, it's the uh, coronavirus starts to level out after a couple weeks. So I think we're going to probably get, you know, the season will probably get suspended until around the uh, second week of April. They'll give the players like 10 to 14 days to get up to speed. And then we'll probably start playing a real baseball, I'd say, beginning of May, like May 1, I'm hoping. Now, are you still doing your tout draft this weekend? Uh, yeah, you know, they were, uh, they were nice enough to move the tout draft online. Uh, and after I was the uh, the loudest voice in the room to get the draft moved online, where people begrudgingly accepted to do it online, after that, I didn't feel right uh, asking everyone to now move the draft to a decent hour because it's starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> right. Excuse me. Can you put the draft online? And by the way, I get my tea in the morning and my scone. I might be ready about 10 a.m. Is that good for you guys? Okay, let me know. Love Gray. <laughs> There's this lovely place that does muffin tops, and, but they don't open until 8 a.m. <laughs> right. So you're busy. You're busy until about 10, which is about 1 o'clock Eastern. Then you're ready to sit down and draft. I get you, Gray. I understand you. I get it. Not everybody yeah, has I mean... <laughs> Can we just make one more small concession for Gray, please? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, look, you, you got to do what you got to do, right? But uh, so it could be worse, that. though. It could be worse, Dr. Roto, because actually Phil Hurts, who's in this Tout Wars League, he lives in Hawaii, so he's drafting at 2 a.m. <laughs> I think I'd rather be you than him. But I stay up late. Uh, I stay up late. Yeah. I can do it. I can do it. I can wing it. I know. It's really like, that's a hard call. Like, do you stay up until the draft or do you try and sleep a little bit and then wake up again? I think you got to stay up. I think you stayed up. I think you stay up. Yeah. I think so. I think you stay, I think you stay up. Hey, and then, you and then if, you fall asleep, if you fall asleep at your computer... <laughs> Then you just miss a pick up a couple of players, but I think you try to stay up. Why? Why? Why are you still? Why are you still nominating the letter V repeatedly? Oh no, his his head is falling onto the keyboard. Exactly. I, actually, so I don't know if I ever told you this. When I was uh, I was in Vegas once, and I had to do a six a.m. radio show, which is three a.m. in Vegas. 
And I actually yeah. took, I, you know, yeah. So I went out to, the family was with me. And I actually, I took a nap at like midnight and woke up at about 2.30 a.m. I don't even know how I woke up. It was like, that had to be the worst radio show of my life. Literally my life. But they didn't want to, they didn't want to cancel the show. Worse than this one? Yes, actually yeah, worse than this I, uh... one. Because you're interesting. That's I was doing it solo said. at 6 a.m. That's why they were like, you know what? Sorry, we're going with Brent Musburger from now on. Sorry, exactly. That Roto guy, not funny. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think baseball will have the same number of games, or do you think they'll condense the season? No, I think they're going to have to condense the season. I, I, if you start in, if you start as I uh, said, like May first, which I feel like might even be optimistic, but say it is May first, at that point you can't go into, you can't go much later than October one because not only do you have TV times already scheduled, but you also it starts getting cold. <laughs> you can't play in Colorado in like November, it's just not going to happen. So yeah, I think you, you have to shorten the season, which, you know, I guess in uh, future shows, we'll be able to talk about more like, you know, suddenly Giancarlo Stanton doesn't seem like such a bad draft pick because he's going to be out for what? Three weeks. Well, he's no longer going to be out. Everyone's out for three weeks. Giancarlo's playing the whole season. I'm going to give the 10 people listening to this show a, bet, a piece of gambling advice, including you, Greg. Go bet, yeah. on the Brooklyn, go bet on the Brooklyn Nets to win the NBA championship or to win the East because Kevin Durant might be back. Right? Kevin Durant's Ooh. not playing, but maybe he might come back. If he comes back, the Nets might be interesting. Ooh. You interesting. Like that one, right? I, was yeah. also, I was thinking, yeah, I know. That's like uh, also. I want to now. I'm interested in betting on the uh, Baltimore Oreos playing in October. <laughs> right. If there's right. any chance the season goes longer, they might be there. Right. They, they had no chance before. But let me. What do you think about the NCAA <laughs> tournament, the NFL draft? Do you think, as a general sportsman that that you are, do you think we'll just shut down the country for a month and then pick everything up after that? Yeah, I mean that would be my guess because you know, like I said, with the the like the only really case example we have right now is what went on in Asia, and it looks like you know once they got everything under control, they were able to they're able to start ramping up again after a few weeks of being shut down essentially across the country. So I would guess that you know March Madness. I would assume, you know, they said right now they're playing without fans, but I would, I would think that that might even change to them just not playing because if one of the players has it and then the whole tournament gets all messed up because of that, I would guess that, you know, even March Madness may come back as like April Madness. Now, we were talking about something. Let's say, and this is from Sean, so I'll just ask him here. Sean said Hofstra, Hofstra University, the, the, old, the old Flying Dutchman, now the pride of Hofstra, they made the tournament. Oh. But what if they don't play the tournament? Would you say that, this, that they made this year's tournament? Or do we say, does it count? from? Because the last time they were there is 2001. Oh, I, no, I would say not only did they make the tournament, but when, you know, after the, uh, uh, the population purge, you can tell people they actually won the tournament because no one will even care. <laughs> 
Right. They could have won with all the teams who had made it at that time. They were the best team. Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. Yeah. When you're when there's only 1,200 people left in the country, and in uh, 2022, when you're telling people about the March Madness tournament, you can be like, "Yeah, Hofstra won it. Yep, that's what happened." Now, do you think, in terms of what other baseball players besides Giancarlo or Stanton, are there other guys? I'm thinking off the top of my head, James Paxton. Are there other guys that you think that might mm-hmm. be might uh, help people? <laughs> Yeah, no, completely. I think, uh, you know, I was actually, I was thinking of uh, Michael Conforto because he recently hurt his oblique, and that's usually a thing that sidelines you for about three weeks. Well, three weeks sounds like exactly about how long it's going to take for everything to uh, calm down. So, yeah, I mean, Conforto now is looking a lot more interesting to me than before when it looked like he was going to miss the beginning of the season. All right, let me ask you a question. Do you treat a high-stakes draft differently than a regular draft? No. No, I, I treat them all the same. I, I want to win every league. I think the, uh, the worst thing you can do is, you know, you go in and you're like, oh, I want to try out a uh, new strategy and let's see if this works. Like, no, just, just do the strategy that you know works or – you know, scrap a strategy if it doesn't work. But don't go into a draft just being like, yeah, I want to, you know, this doesn't mean anything. I'm going to see what I can do by drafting all catchers and no first baseman. No, you don't. No, you, if you're in a league, you treat it the same as every other league. All right, let me ask you this. We always talk about drafting at the early part of a draft, and we always talk about drafting at the end. Let's talk about drafting in the middle. Let's say you're drafting team eight. How do you approach your draft at Team 8 versus the other places? Uh, team, team 8, I'm assuming you mean like a 12-team uh, league. You're right in the middle. Oh, you're 15. right in the middle. Okay. Right. Okay. So, 50, well, actually, that would be a 16-team. Okay. All right. We'll say, Don't get we'll technical. It's 15. It's 8. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Eight, the eight spot in most drafts right now is like a, I would say that is, if not the best spot, that is a highly coveted spot because you not only get a guy in the second round who's much better than, you know, the guys who are getting the uh, Acunas or Trouts or Yelich's in the first three, you're also getting a guy at number eight in the first round who's really not bad if you're going with like a Lindor or a Trey Turner or a Trevor Story or even a Juan Soto. If you're taking someone like that in the first round, you're not really that far off from the people who are drafting in the top five, top six, top seven. But then on the other side of it, you're getting a guy in the second round who's way better than usually the guys they're going after because you're able to get, you know, you may even be able to get like a Pete Alonzo, who I love this year, or you can get maybe a Bryce Harper or possibly even a Austin Meadows. There's a lot of guys you can get in the second round there who are going a little bit earlier than the uh, people who are taking the Acunas as number one. So, yeah, I like the eighth pick. I don't mind it. Would you take Alonzo or Meadows over like a Rendon or a Rafael Devers? 
Oh God, I love you know I love Alonzo so much. I feel like he is so underrated. It's weird to me that Alonzo is going as late as he is because last year in his rookie year he had 53 homers and he and he was overall on the round ball player radar. He was the 15th ranked uh, hitter overall, and he's now going in like the 30s. And it's like what? Like why is Pete Alonzo suddenly he's not going to be as good? He's only 20. Five years old, so don't even get me started on Pete Alonzo. Please. So, yeah, well, yeah, because Pete Alonzo has been going to like the third round, and a lot of people think that he's going to regress this year. I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it all. I mean, I think those people didn't see him. I understand the home run derby is just an exhibition, and it, you shouldn't put too much weight in it. But when you saw him hitting home runs, like he literally can hit a home run to any part of the field easily without. Any effort, and he's not like super bulky. Where like a uh, you know some guys you you worry about maybe an injury. Pete Alonso looks like a natural born forty plus home run hitter a year. All right, let me go back to that teammate, your teammate. When do you take your first pitcher? Round three, round four. When are you willing? Uh, in a team team league, I'm usually going in round three to four. Usually in the uh, 45 to 55 overall range. Like my first pitcher off the board is tends to be like in the uh, in the range of pitchers like a Lucas Giolito and uh, uh, Louis Castillo or a uh, uh, Patrick Corbin. Like in that range, and when starters are going, that's when I take my first one. So would would you be okay waiting till round four? Do you think that's a too too risky? Uh, it depends on what you have. Uh, still up. It depends on what you still have on the board. If there's a lot of pitchers still left, where like a lot of your uh, league mates haven't, you know, really uh, taken every single pitcher, and you feel like you can get away with one more round, sitting until the fourth round for a pitcher. It's just you don't want to get past, you know, like once you get to Chris Paddock, who is going around like 55 overall. Once you get to around there, you better take a pitcher because then they start to fall off a little bit. Like, I don't know how risky, you know, Zach Branke and, say, like a Tyler Glasnow as being your first pitcher, that's too risky for me. I want a pitcher before they're going. All right. Gray Albright, stay corona-free unless you're drinking one. Yeah, nice. Okay, goodbye. See ya. <laughs> All right, that's Gray Albright from Razball.com. He and Commissioner Ron and Rob are doing what they can to help us all out, but uh, enjoy having him on. I think he's right. I think that we're looking at about a month delay, and then I think he's right about two weeks after that, ramping it back up, maybe May 1st. I think I'd be okay with May 1st. I'm okay with May 1st. You know what? If the baseball season, honestly, being really honest, if it was May 1st until – August 31st, and then we did playoffs in September, I'd be very cool with that. I think April sometimes is very cold, especially in Colorado and Cleveland, and I think I hate when it overlaps with football. I do. So what can I tell you? All right, but time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. want to thank Gray Albright from Razball.com. want to thank my man Sean in the booth, and I want to thank you guys for listening. All right, guys, wishing you a great day. Be safe out there. This is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care.
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Pop. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. 
Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.